0: chapter fifteen virgin soil volume one by ivan turgenev translated by constance garnett this librivox recording is in the public domain as soon as it seemed possible neshdanov went away to his room and locked himself in he did not want to see anyone anyone except marianna her room was at the very end of the long corridor which intersected the whole top story neshdanov had only once and then only for a few instants been to her room but it struck him that she would not be angry if he knocked at her door that she even wished to have a talk with him it was rather late about ten o'clock the sipyagins after the scene at dinner had not thought it necessary to disturb him and were still playing cards with kalomietsev valentina mihalovna had twice inquired after mariana as she too had vanished soon after dinner where is mariana vikentyevna she asked first in russian then in french not addressing herself to anyone in particular but rather to the walls as people are wont to do when they are greatly astonished but soon she too was absorbed in the game Neshtanov walked once or twice up and down his room then he went along the corridor to mariana's door and softly knocked there was no answer he knocked once more tried the door it appeared to be locked but he had hardly got back to his own room and sat down to the table when his own door gave a faint creak and he heard Marianna's voice alexey dimitritch was that you came to me he jumped up at once and ran into the corridor mariana was standing at his door a candle in her hand pale and motionless yes i he whispered come along she answered and walked along the corridor but before she got to the end she stopped and pushed open a low door with her hand neshtanov saw a small almost empty room we had better go in here alexey Dmitritch. here no one will disturb us neshtanov obeyed mariana set the candle down on the window sill and turned round to neshtanov i understand why it was that you wanted to see me she began it is very wretched for you living in this house and so it is for me too yes i wanted to see you mariana vikendievna answered neshtanov but it isn't wretched for me here since i have come to know you mariana smiled thoughtfully thanks alexey dimitrić but tell me can you intend to stay here after all this hideous business i don't suppose they'll let me stay here they'll dismiss me wouldn't you dismiss yourself of my own accord no why you want to know the truth because you are here Mariana bent her head and moved a little further away into the room and besides Neshtanov went on i am bound to stay here you know nothing but i want i feel i ought to tell you everything he stepped up to Mariana and seized her by the hand she did not take it away but only looked into his face listen he cried on a sudden powerful impulse listen to me and at once without sitting down though there were two or three chairs in the room still standing in front of mariana and keeping hold of her hand with impulsive heat with an eloquence unexpected by himself Neshtanov told her of his plans his intentions the reasons that had made him accept sipyagin's offer of all his ties his acquaintances his past all that he had always concealed that he had never spoken openly of to anyone he told her of the letters he received of vassili nikolaevich of everything even of Celine he spoke hurriedly without reluctance or the faintest hesitation as though he were reproaching himself for not having initiated mariana into all his secrets before as though he were seeking her pardon she heard him attentively greedily for the first minute she was bewildered but that feeling vanished at once gratitude pride devotion resolution that was what her soul was overflowing with her face her eyes were bright she laid her other hand on neshtanov's hand her lips were parted in rapture she had suddenly grown marvellously beautiful he stopped at last looked at her and as it were for the first time saw that face which seemed at the same time so dear and so familiar to him he gave a deep long sigh ah i have done well to tell you everything his lips were hardly able to utter the words yes oh so well so well she repeated also in a whisper she unconsciously imitated him and indeed her voice failed her too and it means you know she went on that i am at your disposal that i want too to be of use to your cause that i am ready to do anything that is wanted to go where i am ordered that i have always with my whole soul yearned for the thing that you she too was silent another word and tears of emotion would have fallen in floods All her strong nature was suddenly soft as wax the thirst for activity for sacrifice immediate sacrifice that was what mastered her the steps of someone in the corridor could be heard cautious rapid light steps mariana suddenly drew herself up freed her hands she was at once transformed and alert something scornful something audacious came over her face I know who was spying on us at this minute, she said, so loudly that each of her words resounded distinctly in the corridor. Madame Sipiagin is spying on us, but I don't care a bit for that. The sound of steps ceased. What then, Mariana said, turning to Neshdanov, what am I to do? How am I to help you? Tell me, tell me soon. What's to be done? What, said Neshdanov, I don't know yet. I got a letter from Markelov. When? when this evening i must go with him tomorrow to the factory to see Solomin. yes yes that's a splendid man now margelov he's a real friend like me mariana looked Nashtanov straight in the face no not like you how she turned suddenly away ah don't you understand what you have become to me and what i am feeling at this moment Neshtanov's heart beat violently involuntarily he looked down this girl who loved him him a poor homeless devil who believed in him who was ready to follow him to go with him towards the same aim this exquisite girl mariana at that instant was to Neshtanov the incarnation of everything good and true on earth the incarnation of all the love of mother sister wife that he had known nothing of the incarnation of fatherland happiness struggle freedom he raised his head and saw her eyes again bent upon him oh how that clear noble glance sank into his soul and so he began in an unsteady voice i am going tomorrow and when i come back marianna vikentyevna he suddenly found it awkward to use this formal address i will tell you what i find out what is decided henceforth everything i do everything i think everything you shall be the first to know marianna oh my friend cried mariana and again she clasped his hand and i make the same promise to you dear this last word came as easily and simply from her as though it could not be otherwise as though it were the dear of long intimate companionship can i see the letter here it is here mariana skimmed through the letter and almost with reverence she raised her eyes upon him do they entrust such important commissions to you alexei he smiled at her in answer and put the letter in his pocket strange he said why we have made known our love to each other we love one another and there has not been a word said about it between us what need whispered Marianna, and suddenly she flung herself on his neck pressed her head to his shoulder but they did not even kiss they would have felt it ordinary and somehow dreadful and at once they separated after tightly clasping each other's hands again Marianna turned away to get the candle which she had put on the window sill of the empty room and only then something like embarrassment came over her she extinguished it and gliding quickly along the corridor in the black darkness she returned to her room undressed and went to bed still in the darkness she felt it somehow comforting end of chapter fifteen